Welcome to the LBM Journal Recruit and Retain Podcast, hosted by Ricka Brandon, the leading recruiting expert in the building products industry and founder of buildinggurus.com, where LBM and building product leaders go to learn how to solve their hiring and retention challenges through education, empowerment, and expertise. In each episode, Ricka and guests will dive into what's working now in recruiting and retention. You'll get insight and actionable advice in every episode. Hi, this is Ricka Branding with the LBM Journal's Recruit and Retain podcast, and I am so excited for this episode. We have my good friend, Joe Masitti from ABS here. Um, I have learned a lot of great things from Joe, so I know you guys are going to learn a ton from him. So without further ado, let's just take a minute here, Joe, and let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about ABS so people can understand the uh, vast depth of knowledge and experience you're bringing to the podcast. All right. Thank you so much. Um, again, my name is Yoma City. Um, I'm a staff and coordinator for American Builders Supply. We um, we manufacture doors, trusses, and we also have window and um, lumber locations all throughout Florida and 11 different locations. All right. 11 locations. So a lot of hiring going on at any given time, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. So what we're going to do is kind of what we typically do on this podcast is we're going to talk about something that's working really well. And that's part of the reason I sought you out to be on here is because you are often kind of cutting edge and doing the things that I'm talking about. uh, And you're actually putting them into practice and seeing them work. So I'm so excited for you to share with our listeners some of the things that you've been having success with, because we can freely admit is a very challenging time to hire um, and so with that, let's just talk a little bit about the positions you fill most frequently so people kind of know the, the world you're working with, because I think that's going to be interesting to a lot of our listeners. Sure. Um, production warehouse, um, non-CDL drivers are probably the most um, that will go, I'm, I could hire 10 a week, um, literally in the locations. Um, we have, um, you know, order entry, we have you know, service techs and field managers. There are so many different um, positions that we have that um, that we hire for, uh, especially service right now, service techs that go out there um, and literally do some trim work, some door installs and, and window um, alignments and installs and all like that. That right now is uh, is very big all throughout from, from Tampa to Sanford down to Fort Myers. Um, we need them all around. Yeah. So there's many listeners who are like, all right, he gets it. You know, we're trying to hire those like kind of frontline people. There's challenging. There's a lot of competition. We're dealing with some challenges from, you know, unemployment benefits, you know, people deciding that this is my time to strike out on my own and all of that good stuff. So let's talk about what is something that you've found has really been working well. That's a little bit, you know, out of the box or kind of interesting to share with people. So what what's something that you guys are doing that you're really you're getting results from? So um, I'm gonna talk about just regular results and then some crazy stuff I have done. Um, so uh, I, I do go to uh, colleges. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll go and, and, and speak. I'll, I'll even if I have to bring my own table, kind of put out a table until they chase me out of there. But um. <laughs> I, uh, I'll go and, and just, just talk with students and, and let them know uh, exactly what's going on. Um, I do go and, and, and meet um, the, uh, the person that is in charge. I don't just kind of yeah. walk in that way. But uh, so I, I do that. I have uh, two daughters that are uh, college now, so it kind of helps uh, go into them. And they show me where to go to like a, a UCF or, or Seminole. So that works out great. 
But um, and so do you primarily go to four-year colleges or do you also go to trade schools, community colleges, uh, you know, specific kind of, you know, training for like, let's just say driver school? Uh, do you kind of spread it around or? Yeah, I'll say yes to all of that. So I, I do go to four-year colleges. We have manager training programs okay. um, that we hire for. And actually that might be one of the, it mentioned before, um, big one that we do hire for. Um, I do trade schools a lot, uh, especially the ones that have any type of uh, carpentry. Um, I go there and they let me do presentations at Valencia College. Uh, I've done presentations at uh, HBI Home Builders Institute is another one doing presentations at. So uh, those do work very well. Sometimes uh, very hard, especially right now with drivers. Um, and we have a Jacksonville location that um, that's in Orange Park. And they, they were needing a driver, I'd say, within the last, uh, within the last year. Very hard. And I went um, to the area and just drove around. And any box truck driver that I saw, um, there was uh, like two men in a truck. There was in the college, college guys hauling, I don't know, whatever it's called, junk. It's called yeah. something like that. And, um, and I followed them. And they stopped at a red light and they must have thought I was crazy because I was really following them since uh, I-75, got off the exit with them. And, and uh, we stopped at a light and my boys, uh, 16, 18, they played some uh, high school baseball and I have baseballs in my car. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed the baseball. I went into my bag, which I have everything in there, pulled out a couple of rubber bands on my card. And I kind of put my card around the baseball and wrote, I'm hiring drivers. And as we were at the red light, I looked and I asked him to roll down this window. And I, I flipped the baseball into his, into his truck. Bike turned green. He must have thought it was crazy, but he, <laughs> he, he pulled away. And I said, oh, I hope I didn't hurt him or anything, you know. Yeah. We, we, we pulled off. And, and two days later, it was, it was a Tuesday. I won't forget. It was a Thursday. And he said, um, hey, uh, you Joe, the guy who threw the baseball at me? I said, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, yeah, that was me. He goes, you're crazy. And I like that. <laughs> and and he um he interviewed on uh on friday there and he started working for us shortly after so i mean he was uh you know i love it and that's, was, like that's such a good example of you're willing to do the unorthodox to get in front of the right people i mean i you know when i first started my recruiting firm way back in the day we were mattress shopping my husband and i and the person who helped us at the furniture store was awesome and my husband is an it guy he's not like He's not a big lover of salespeople, right, in general. And he's like, I like her. She knows when to go away, right? So this was a high praise coming from Chris. And so I, of course, reached out to her. Like, I gave her my card and I said, hey, you know, I'm hiring recruiters. I think you'd be great at it. Let me know if you want to talk. And just like that, you know, she called me the next day like, hey, I've never done this before, but that was uh, super cool that you thought I you wanted to talk to me, right? And so it's like that. It's unorthodox, but it works, right? Because people feel special and all of that stuff. And I mean, that guy's going to tell that story forever about he got recruited because you threw a baseball to him, right? With your card on it. I love it. And I think that is, that's what we need to do, right? When it's hard. If, you know, we can't just throw up the job posting and look through the 25 great people and pick the best one. That isn't our reality. So I love that story. Uh, we talked a little bit before we started recording about the Home Builders Institute. I'd love you to just to talk a little bit about what you've been doing with that. Because um, there may not be a Home Builders Institute uh, in all the markets of people listening, but there might be something similar. So maybe just describe it. And then talk a little bit about what you've been doing in regards to that specific option. Sure. Yeah. And I don't know if they are in all the markets, but they are, um, they do have a ton, not just in Florida. They, they are um, 
all around. So it's called Home Builders Institute. So if anyone wants to look it up, Home Builders Institute near me and check it out. So they actually offer um, <clears throat> free carpentry. Well, it depends on which ones, but it's carpentry, electrical, and HVAC um, classes to, uh, to, to students. It's a uh, 12-week program where the first um, four weeks of it, it's kind of like paperwork thing and just, just learning like, you know, tape measuring and things like that and seeing the knowledge of the people, of the, of the students. And then from there, there's a, it's like a big warehouse that has different things. in. Like it'll have a, a half-built home. It'll have a, you know, a, a doorway where you need to hang a door, a place where you need to hang a window, this, that. And then some areas where, you're going to go and, and build that half a house to the next class while you're finishing up this house home. So they do all of that. And it's, um, it's a 12 week program. They teach them how to, well, the one here near Orlando started teaching them how to do like build trusses a little bit more and how to, uh, how to do some more trim work and stuff like that, because we've been hiring so many of them. So yeah. what happens is I, I go and I do a presentation, speak to them about, um, about uh, ABS, usually I'll go within the second week while they're still in the classroom. And um, from there, about four weeks later, five weeks later, halfway through, I'll go back again and, and chat with them. And by then another new class started. So I have the new, new class in the middle of this class. And then I go to their graduation. And by the graduation, a third class has started, second one's in the middle. And it's fantastic mm-hmm. because they see me hiring these mm-hmm. these they're going to caption gowns and I'm the only vendor there. There's parents there all happy and taking pictures. I'm taking pictures with my, you know, and taking pictures yeah. with them. And, and it's fantastic. And, and here they are, you know, Friday or Thursday is their graduation. And Monday, I, you know, there's three or four of them have interviews last on the 29th. Um, we, they had, um, they had a graduation of eight and on the first, I had a hiring event for my staff for the window location, and five of them came and three of them got hired. That's awesome. The two are in, you know, they're, they're thinking about hmm, which route they want to take, but yeah. it's that fantastic because, and it's just because I just put in the time to actually go there and, and present myself. So we, there's another graduation December 23rd. I already have um, two people already interviewed and have the job. They're just going to wait till they graduate. I won't pull yeah. them beforehand. And yeah. there, there are um, six others in that graduating class that I hope I pull them as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's one of the things like that's <laughs> such an awesome success story. And it, yeah, it, you know what, you got to put some time in, right. You got to show up. Um, and actually what I think we might do here is I might, um, we'll go through this episode, but then we'll maybe just hop on and uh, we'll record another one. That's really about those presentations and things you do. Um, so I, we'll do that. But I think those are really great success stories. And one of the things that I like about it is like you're recognizing you need to show up repeatedly. You know, that's the part you can't just one and done it. Like I spoke once a year and I'm good. Nope. It takes, you know, they're kids, right? You know, they're, they're not like capturing everything that happens. And at that moment, if they're not thinking about needing a job, they're not absorbing a lot of it. So I love that you're recognizing it, the follow-up, right? The money's in the follow-up, just like in sales, we need to be there. We need to be there at the right time. And I also like that, you know, especially as, you know, we both know the market, you got to move fast on good talent. So for you to be starting to interview before they graduate and having an offer accepted contingent upon successful completion, you know, and obviously the background checks or whatever, but lots of kids, they want to have that job and they don't want to worry about interviewing, right? You know, I had yeah. my 
my longtime assistant was in college when she worked for me. And she was a you know, D2 college athlete, uh, had a 4.0 and was an accounting major. Like she was a desirable hire. So one of the large accounting firms in town um, hired her for an internship a year before the summer. So like she knew summer after her sophomore year, she would have that job after her junior year. Um, and then they offered her a job for after her senior year, um, which she ultimately got her master's. So it ended up being a little bit extended. But it's like they locked her down and she was like stoked because she didn't have to worry about interviewing and everything like that. So I think there's no way to oversell the value of the fact that like for many people, they want to have a job and be done with the looking. You know, it's not like job hunting is super fun for the job seeker. Right. Um, So I think that's great. And I love how you're doing that because it's so powerful to build those long term talent funnels. And yep, it takes a little bit of effort. That's just, that's the reality of it. But you know what? That's why you're the only vendor at graduation because everybody else is thinking about it, talking about it, but not actually doing it. It's the same thing when you call someone and they don't answer Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm the crazy guy. I send the email, I call and then I text, Hey, I just called you and I got you an achievement. And then what I'll do is a little later on that day, you see that, you know, if it's, if yeah. it's blue and they have an iPhone, you can see if they read it or not. But if they don't have an iPhone, yeah. you know, it's a little bit different. Then I'll say, hey, just, just following up. Did, uh, did you receive this? And they'll be like, wow, like you're a pain in the butt, but thank you. you know, yeah, and, and you're going to get there. a yes, no, not right now. I mean, that's yeah. in recruiting. We do the yeah. same thing. We have multiple channels. We're reaching out to you. And truly, I just need a yes, I'm interested. No, I'm not. Or not right now. I don't care. Because you know what? I got to focus my time on the yeses, right? I'll try to convince you if I can. But like the reality is there's some things we can't sell through. So we need to have enough volume to get to the yeses. But yeah, I love that. And it's it's the rare uh, corporate recruiter that does that, right? That's, you know, they have a million open recs. They're trying to do a ton of other things. Maybe they're actually in HR and recruiting is just one of their 10 jobs. And that's, you know, that's one of the big differences between like true recruiting and going after it versus posting the job and hoping, you know, somebody good applies. So <laughs> there's a little more legwork on the side that delivers consistent results. But um, another thing that's good is uh, I work with Career Source, um, and that's in Florida, it's called Career Source. I know in Kansas, it's called like Kansas Works or something like that. And um, what, what they do is they, they have um, kind of a, a list of, of different companies that are kind of closing down. Around if this company's going to close down or anything like that, they'll go to Career Source because it, it helps out with unemployment, it helps out with finding jobs and all. So I'll, I'll talk to the, the Joanne is the one that I have here. And she had told me about um, uh, a company that was closing right in Sanford, right around the corner from mm-hmm. my corporate office, literally minutes away. And they, manu- they, they manufactured car parts. So they did assembly line work. We manufactured doors. Yeah. So I went in there. I just went in and I said, hey, look, I want to help you guys out. I want to I want to get your people. This is, you know, I yeah. believe in the people who I work with, especially if you're any type of HR or any type of, mm-hmm. that's your family. So yeah. you want to take care of your family. You don't want to just close down and let these people go. Right. So she's like, Oh, well, I have about 42 people that I said, great. I said, they can all come in for an interview. We'll, we'll line them up. We'll set them all up. So PS would have ended up hiring 27 people from Cooper standard that was closing down. One of them is uh, one of our managers. He's great. And we have a, a slew of people just because I, I went and kind of did some homework and did some work, but I did the same thing with Masonite relocated from Tampa. I hired probably 25 people from that, just walking through, knocking on the door, walking in. They're like, hey, you don't belong here. I'm like, wait, wait, wait I want to help out your family. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? 
I'm like, isn't this your family? You know, and that's kind yeah. of the approach I took. Well, and that's, I mean, that happened a lot too in recruiting where it's like, you know, people are like, I mean, people would reach out to me, executives were most of my world, right? And they'd say, hey, you know, my my friend's company is laying up everyone like, can we, can do you have any resources or can I introduce people to you? And it's like, yeah, of course, right? Like all day long, um, you know, and I would usually like put together some resources because it's a little jarring if your position's being eliminated because the company's closing. So it's like some people are ready to talk and go forward and some people are still sort of like, ah, but I love that. Like to go right to the source and be like, hey, let's interview, right? I mean, it's, it's straight brilliant. So yay. Okay, so on that, let's jump to uh, kind of the second part of this call, which is like, what's still challenging? Like, obviously, you're thinking outside of the box and having a ton of successes, but what's something that you're still finding kind of challenging? And then hopefully I can share some insights or ideas that will help and go a little outside the box for you. Sure. I think that um, some people still want to be on employment and not, not want to work. I think there are, and there are, too many jobs and not enough people for them right now. Yeah, that, that's definitely uh, killing. And 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 some people who uh, you know who, who want that job specific, they, they don't just they don't want to uh, come in entry level or they want to just come in at a at a higher level is killing. And and one thing we, we speak about, right? So time kills deals, you no, know, and yeah. and that's huge. You know, sometimes you'll it'll be shame on us, the company itself, where you know I'll speak to someone on a Monday and then send them to uh, you know a hire manager and maybe two days later they get a call or three days later and we lost I know yeah. personally you know sometimes if, if someone three four weeks later is is saying hey uh, you never got back in touch with me I was looking for that job that, that's almost like weird something's probably wrong with that person. yeah exactly yeah. right that's oh, exactly uh, it that cracks me up that I'm too like I often like why is this person reaching out to me and it's a job I'd reached out to them about like two years ago. Yeah. You actually like, around. did you not look at the date? Do you think this job is still open? Because it's a real, it's a tough job if it is. <laughs> like, yeah. or, we're, or we're constantly hiring for it, one or the other. But most of the things I do, it's a one off. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, with that time kills deals, I think that's a great one to talk about because. Um, especially like I joke that I think part of my life is being a li- liaison between like executive and hiring managers and HR of like, you know, here's the stuff. Cause you know, part of it is like, I, I, I'm pushy, right. If you know me, I can be a little pushy, right. Relentless. Some people have said, um, but I am dealing often with candidates who are not excited about making a job change. I reached out to them about a specific thing. Right. And so we have a finite period of time. If we make them sit for a week, they're going to talk themselves out of making that job change. Right. And so it's the same thing, but kind of, you know, obviously different side of it right now, because there's so many opportunities and there's so many people clamoring for their attention that, like you said, if we have a three or four day delay, we're losing them, you know, and it's, we need to be asking if you have other offers on the table, like, you know, no, it's not an offer yet, but I have a second interview on Thursday. Like we need to make sure that's part of our conversation with them. Because otherwise, we're going to get left behind. And that's awkward. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. It's awkward to be like, hey, so do you have any other offers on the table? Or do you expect any? It's uncomfortable. But it's powerful, right? It's like, because they'll mostly tell you, right? Because like, you think it's uncomfortable. They don't ever see it coming. So they're just startled and tell you the truth, right? (laughs) But jumping back to time kills deals. One of the things that I learned early on, um, and in my recruiting cycle, is I knew by the third week, we're going to have interviews. So you would 
block time off. Like my hiring managers would block off time that they couldn't fill with other stuff. And that was just the interview blocks, right? And so it created the impetus on my part that I had to fill those spots, but it was blocked on their schedule. So I was either left with like, I guess I don't have anyone good to fill that spot or like I'm filling them and we don't have time delays, you know? And so in your case where you're constantly hiring and they have one, two, three, four openings, that's something that might be helpful is to really have them block off. Like these are, you know, here's a two hour window where I, I can work on my email during that time if I don't have an interview, but I need to be available for an interview. Is that something you think could work? I mean, obviously they're in the mix of it. Um, Anything like that or or reasons that won't work, we can think through. So No, what what does work for me, which is great is, so Mondays I have, um, I have calls with with all the GMs and hire managers. So Mm -hmm. I'll go from, gosh, from eight o'clock to usually 3 p.m. 80, 30, 9, 30, all the way up and have like kind of half hour, 15 minute um, phone calls with them for their needs and all. And with that, I'm like, so, hey, when are you available this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and literally, I there are some acts like, Joe, just, just give me the first couple hours. I'll go from nine to three, nine to four, you know, and if you got to send them, you know, try not to send them between 1130 and 1230 because I want to eat, <laughs> but yeah. just send them my way. Let me know they're coming and and it's great. So I do, and I would say probably seven out of my 10 locations, 10, 11 locations, actually, yes, um, that'll let me do that. And the others are like, hey, just send me the, the resume. We're going to go through and all. And it's usually the, the smaller one that's looking for that one specific or two specific, mm-hmm. not the, hey, I could use 12 production, seven drives. Right. You know, so those are the ones, just send them, Joe. We got them, just send them. So I do that. That's a, yeah. a fantastic idea. And I'm sure I mentioned it as well because that that's the way to do it. It's like block it off and just do it. And um, and we have enough hiring managers in, in a lot of our locations that that are you know someone will do it. You know, yeah. Um, and and it works out great. Yeah, and I think the the benefit of having it kind of pre locked in is that you when you're on live with a candidate who's good, you can just confirm it right now. It's set right. Um, you know, and in some cases they want to look at the candidate, right? I mean, everything, everything in recruiting and hiring is customized for the most part, right? Um, but that is something where you can immediately like, hey, this is a great call, you know, and you can obviously say I'm gonna set you up with an interview and then call back to get it set up. Um, but there is that it accelerates it to be able to confirm it. Um, the one thing that you and I talked about before we were recording was also keeping in touch with people, right? So that's one thing I think is so important right now is. You know, yep, we got to have, we got to move quickly through our process. Yep, of course we want to be thorough, but at this point, like if you're too thorough and too slow, you're loose. And right now that could literally be, it took you six days to get to the next step. Like that's how fast it's going. Um, But one of the other things I always want to say to people, because I think it gets lost, is that accepting the offer is the first win. However, they still need to show up. Right. And especially right now, when there's so many people reaching out to people, they have so many opportunities, they likely had already applied to other jobs. So there's things that are still progressing. So even though they said yes to you, you could lose them in that window of time. And I think that's one of the things that is a little different between like a third party recruiter like myself is like, I can pay till they show up. Right. So like, for me, accepting the offer was kind of a nice like, yay, that's another great step. Right. But it's like, the reality is more time. Yeah. And so I think that's something where even if it's an automated sequence, you know, or you use, you know, Gmail or Outlook to schedule the send where it's going to go like here it is every two days or every three days, depending like 
hey, just checking in, you know, wanted to make sure you got this or that, um, I think is a really important thing to add in right now because time kills deals and also like just no communication. Because if you're constantly engaging with them, then they feel more, um, I don't know, attached. Are you, you're, They feel bad if they let you down, right? <laughs> you're trying to create a rapport and a relationship. So, so what I do is um, I have where um, I know we're, we're, we're sending people up. So yeah, I, I, I said, look at three people. And you go and you hire two, whatever it may be. So now, obviously, I put in the backgrounds and the drugs because that's what I do as well. So now yeah. that go through the system and everything like that. And so every morning, before you know 8 a.m., I send out to every location all of their people. So when I send that out, I know, okay, we spoke to this person yesterday. Today's one day. Now I go and I look because I have the dates there. And then I also have another sheet on my ATS that I look at, and it has their name and their phone number all. And I'll yeah. go and I'll send a text, say, hey, just let you know, we're halfway through, background's almost back. You know, you didn't go for the drug screen, correct? And they're like, yep, I want you know, text me back. Yeah, still engaged. And then after that, it's like, uh-oh, we're there. Background came back, you know, or the drug screen came back. We're waiting on one, one county. And I'll do that within the week mm-hmm. and, and make sure that it's like when I know they, 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 they're done, they're clear. Yeah. Then it goes to the higher manager and I send back, hey, all clear. Make sure you call them. I spoke to them two days ago. They were, they were waiting. And I don't touch anymore. Then they call and say, hey, welcome. Yeah. But in the middle of that, once I know the background's back with the drug screen one or the other, I also send a welcome back. Yeah. They have their, like, everything is there. Like, their, their benefit package is in that. I put everything in that. Plus, welcome, blah, blah, blah. My name is yeah, Joe. Yeah. Don't forget me. You know, and they get all of that, and they'll get their offer. So now on top of it. So usually in those five days where everything comes back, and now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, drug screens are taking so much longer with COVID and all this craziness. But mm-hmm. usually within the first five days, they spoke to me twice, received an offer letter, and they're like, I got this job. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. You know, that it's happening to me. So and that's. that's- like that's, that's and case. that is why I wanted to have you on this podcast, Joe. Right there, you're the guy who's like, do it. Like, yes, thank you. You're doing it the way I, I like it to be done. Uh, and so, with that, uh, I am going to have you. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the kind of the presentations and job fairs uh, presenting to the school, quick. But we're going to close this episode so we stay close to our time. Thank you so much for joining me and dropping all sorts of wisdom and awesomeness uh, for the listeners. I am sure people will love it and I'm excited to share it with them. So thank you. I appreciate it. Are you struggling to find hire and keep the people you need? If so, building gurus can help from training and empowering your internal team to using our expertise to quickly fill your critical and urgent sales and leadership roles. Building Gurus can help you win the war for talent in the LBM and building products industry. Learn more at buildinggurus.com forward slash discovery.